Welcome into the Main Street Murray High School Football Preview Show for Week 11, the final weekend of the regular season. I'm Maurice Patton. That's Chris Yao. And, you know, as fitting the final weekend of the regular season, we've got some ball games that are going to impact what goes on in the next season, the postseason. We've got some teams that are headed for playoffs and We've got some teams that may be headed for the playoffs, and a lot of it is going to depend on what happens over these next two days because we got Thursday night football as well. It's going to be uh, – starting tonight is going to be a massive night in playoffs, including one of these games is essentially for a region championship. So uh, everything that we talk about today sands – one matchup will have playoff implications. I think yep. that last one is the only one that doesn't that have does any not. playoff implications. And, and and so it's been a pretty exciting year. I can't believe that we're already here. Yeah. It just feels like we started yesterday. And and it and it does this every time we get to August, I start thinking, wow, football season's here, but before I know it, it's gonna be over. Yeah, and, and like you said, we've got seven games. Six of them have postseason implications. That's that's pretty cool. That's a great that, – I mean, that's a great year. Yeah. It's a great year, and it's exactly what you look for and want to have come week 11 in, in high school football play. Absolutely. Um, let's get started again. we got three games tonight. Um, first one. Grace Christian out of Franklin comes south to Columbia Academy, and this is for the Division 2A Middle Region Championship because the host Bulldogs are 6-3 overall. They are 4-0 in region play. Grace Christian is 5-3 overall, 3-1 in region play, and they are the only team that can catch Columbia Academy. A win here for the Lions forces a tie at the top, and Grace Christian would be the number one seed going into the playoffs. I guess technically it would be a co-championship for them and CA. Columbia Academy can win this thing outright with a victory here tonight. Yeah, they, they can, and and that would be huge. Now, I don't know how Nashville Christian DCA plays into that because Nashville Christian couldn't make it a three-way tie. And I'm and they did beat Grace Franklin, so I don't know how I don't know how that works because a, because Franklin and Columbia Academy would have identical records. Yeah, right. So I, we could get into if then statements. I could I could do the research here, but we don't have enough time to do it. Well, actually, there there should be if you scroll to the bottom of that screen, there are playoff possibilities. I believe. I don't see any here. Okay, but it then go be, back. It, it one. could be back on their their yeah mm -hmm. playoff possibilities. There you go. Yeah. Um, I, I just feel like this is this is an exciting game because I'll I'll say this mm -hmm. when when Franklin Grace moved on from its previous coach Rusty Smith, I thought it might have been a little premature. Mm -hmm. Clearly, Franklin Grace either made the right decision or they had a group of players coming that they 
expected more from. I don't know. But Grace Franklin has certainly made an improvement from when these two teams were playing for the number four spot a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. I did not really see this coming out of Franklin Grace. So um, kudos to, you know, the Lions and what they've been able to get done this season to put themselves in position to play for the top of this region with the Nashville Christians and the DCAs. Um, so you're right. It, it is. If, even if Nashville Christian wins, Franklin Grace would be the, the win. Okay. So um, for Columbia Academy, the best thing to do would be to just win get, the whole thing, the, as they say in Major League. That's right. Get yeah. it out the way and just win it. Yeah. And, you know, they have won their last five. They've averaged 45 points a game over those last five. And stop me if you heard this. Monte Baldwin is a load. Yeah, he's been he, he's been fantastic and was fantastic last week and efficient. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did not get a lot of touches, but made the most of them in a 62 to nothing win over at Mount Juliet Christian. Also, Connor Rawson was efficient. I think he was like six of six. For 175 and two or three touchdowns. Goodness so. gracious. Six of six. That's impressive. Yeah. Nothing hit the ground. You'll take that. Yeah, you will take that. And, I mean, I don't know that you expect him to go six of six tonight, but we'll see. I, I'm looking forward to this one. I think it's going to be a great football game. I really do. Yeah. Um, Another game with – postseason implications. Lincoln County, three and six overall, two and three in region five five A play comes to Columbia Central. The Lions are six and three, three and two. Again, this is a Thursday night contest. I think Columbia Academy in most any scenario is locked in at number three. Uh, all but two. What are those two? Shelbyville beats Tullahoma, and Lincoln County beats Columbia. Columbia would be the four. Lincoln County beats Columbia, and Tullahoma wins. Okay, so if Lincoln County wins, they're the three. Okay. Well, this is well, the, that, I guess here's the thing. Sense. Lincoln County is playing for a playoff spot. They are either the three or they or are not, not in. Ooh, ooh, that's tough. Columbia Central is either the three or the four. They are in. Okay. All right. So Central's playing with house money, but you don't want to be the four out of the three. You don't really want Honestly, to be the three. The, at this point, the, the two, three, four doesn't matter. It just it really just doesn't feel like it matters. I mean, it's Nolensville Page, Centennial. It's, well, two's going to host. At least two gets to host, but that's that's just a small consolation. Yeah, well, you don't have to get on the bus. There you go. Yeah. Well, unless you're – well, Columbia Central does, well, isn't going to be the two, but they do have to get on the bus. Um, Columbia Central is eyeing some records for an individual. Caden McCoy is closing in on some pretty big numbers in the history of that program in the run game, um, chasing down Ronnie Pillow, who went on and played at UT after his career over at Central wrapped up. and um, But he's got to have a big night tonight to close that gap. So that'll be interesting. What's the number? Um, 
Ronnie Pillow rushed for 1,659 yards his senior year. I don't think Caden's going to quite get that tonight. But that he's not going to get it tonight. But he, yeah, but he has playoffs to work with as well. Right. And he's, um, I think, 3305 was a career number for Pillow. Mm. And Caden is upward of 2,900, I think. So he's, he, I mean, he, if he gets the single season, he'll get the career. <laughs> It'll be they're, close. they're almost. Yeah, they're they're right there together. Yeah. Wow. So so keep an eye on that. But yeah, um, Lincoln County has kind of been a thorn in Columbia Central side. Yes, they had at, at various points over the last few years. I specifically remember a touchdown catch down in the pit that was not a touchdown catch, and mm. I think I still have it on video. You do? I've seen it. Yeah. So, um, this is this is a game that that Columbia Central feels like you know it should win more times than not, and yet Lincoln County has, like you said, kind of been a thorn in their side. Uh, went down there last year and got drilled twenty-five to eight in a game that had no business getting drilled in. Right. And well, so, and, and that's the thing. There have been. For Columbia Central, there have been far too many of those over the past few years, including 29-27 against Shelbourne earlier this year. Man, that's you're going to look back at that if you're Columbia Central. You really and are. Just and, and kick just shake your, your you shake your head, big time. Um, Franklin County trying to nail down a playoff berth when they come to Spring Hill tonight. Both those teams are two and seven overall. Spring Hill winless in five. Region 5-5A outings. Franklin County, two and three. <laughs> now you, before we, Franklin County at Spring Hill? No, no, no. Okay. I misspoke. Okay. Thank you. Good catch. So they're, no. Anyway. No, it's a trick. That, game is at, that game is in Winchester. Winchester. Okay. Yes. Sorry. Thank you. Well, yes. I. No, no. Just, I just misspoke. Okay. Spring Hill at. Franklin County. Yeah. Don't go changing your schedule. Yeah. Spring Hill at it's a Franklin it's a trip. County. It's a trip. Trust the, me. The Raiders it. two and seven overall, 0 and five in region play. Franklin County two and seven, two and three. Both their wins are by a single point. Both their wins are in region play. They beat Tullahoma 17-16 in week four. They beat Lawrence County 31-30 last weekend. Mm-hmm. And they need to win, and Columbia has to win. And they get a they get the lovely parting gift of a trip to either Nolansville or Page, depending on who wins tomorrow night. And it it actually is tonight. I think that game is is tonight tonight. as well. Yeah. So yeah. Um yeah, that is a lovely parting gift to think. Um Spring Hill. Playing for pride, will it be enough? You know, I, this is a again. Spring Hill has at times shown that they can play with anybody. I mean, they they have had opportunities to be in the game with Shelbyville. They had opportunities to be to win against Columbia Central. You know, had opportunities to 
be in the game against Lawrence County. It's just a matter of finishing for this team. And if they are able to finish, and here's the thing, Franklin County's had the same problem. Sure. Again, finishing is difficult for this for this team. If it, that's the difference in this game is who is going to finish drives in the end zone. And if Spring Hill can make this a game late, they could go in there and surprise some folks. Absolutely. Those are tonight's three games. When we come back, we're going to go over tomorrow night's four-game slate here in and around Murray County. Stay with us on the Main Street Murray High School Football Preview Show. He shoots, and he scores! Welcome back to the Main Street Murray High School Football Preview Show for Week 11. That's Chris Yao. I'm Maurice Patton. Tomorrow night in Region 6-6A, the border battle. Border battle. Independence at Summit. The winner finishes third in that region. The loser finishes fourth. So both of them are assured of road trips to Region 5-5A. That is the Smyrna Antioch. Cane Ridge, Stewart's Creek region, right? Yes, they, it's going to be Smyrna Antioch. So Smyrna is the winner, Antioch is the two. So Smyrna is the winner. So Smyrna is Smyrna is the winner. Is the winner. So so they are praying to God so that the, Independence wins this game. Exactly. <laughs> they exactly. are praying to all of the I gods. Mean, it's almost it. You can almost just put it on the schedule for Week Twelve, Smyrna. And independence, and independence almost always. Yeah, the Eagles five and four. They played without Luke McNeely last week. Expect oh, to have him back. Well, now we know the rest of the story. Yeah, did not play last week. There, that is a that is a massive deal. You look at twenty eight nothing, and you go, "What happened?" Well, that happened, and that makes the that makes all the sense in the world. Summit, meanwhile, played without Dominic Hollis in their 17-14 loss at Nolansville. Boy, if they'd have had Dominic Hollis, might have got over the hump mm -hmm. offensively. They Defensively, might. they played really well. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, don't, you don't hold Nolansville to 17 points. At home. At home without playing very well. Yeah. Um, Summit's playing its best football right now. Well, Just that's FYI. When, that's when you want to be playing. <laughs> Smyrna is over there wishing for Independence to win, not understanding that Summit playing its best football right now and may not want to see them either. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it. I think both these teams could give Smyrna some issues. Smyrna's had problems over the course of this season. So, and, and, and this is, I mean, the way that Summit's playing football right now with, you know, run the ball, ball control, play great defense. Mm -hmm. This game to me feels like a defensive slugfest is coming. This is a non region game with region implications as three and six Lawrence County goes to three and six Cheatham County because the Wildcats still have um, playoff hopes. 
and some things have to break right for them. First thing being that they have to win. So, um, according to according to this, they can lose and still get in. Here's the thing. This is. This I don't is, think they want to leave it to that. <laughs> well, I, the fact is that no matter whether they win or lose, they've got to have help. Mm -hmm. And that is Spring Hill's got to win, which is the number one thing that has Spring Hill has to win. Spring Hill has to win. That's Lincoln it. County has to win, don't they? No. Spring Hill has to win. Hmm. Okay. And Lincoln County has to, Columbia has to win. In all the only four scenarios in which Lawrence County get in, Columbia and Spring Hill both win. Okay. All right. There you go. So losses by Lincoln County and Franklin County. That's the only way Link Lawrence County gets in, even though they have the tiebreaker over Lincoln County. They don't the head to head. They mm -hmm. don't, they would not get in via if Lincoln County wins, they'll be the three. So yeah. Have fun with all this, y'all. All I'm saying is that that's the bottom line. Columbia's got to beat Lincoln County. Spring Hill has to beat Franklin County, and that's the only way Lawrence County gets in. Whether they win or lose, doesn't matter, apparently. Well, they sure like to go in on, on a win. Oh, they absolutely and do. And I think it's, it's something that they're certainly capable of if that ground game continues to do what it's done all year. And if Jaden Trammell does anything close to what he did last year, uh, last week, when he threw for 170 and a pair of touchdowns and that lost to Franklin County. One of the things that that gets lost because they do have such a great running game, and, and you know, Jaden Trammell, when they ask him to throw it, has been very accurate throughout the year. He does a really good job. He's not one of those guys who the only the only throw he can make is the long ball. He can hit you for 10 or 12 on an out route or a curl across or a dig across the middle. He's he's got great accuracy. It's just a matter of one keeping him upright, which is the toughest part for them for whatever reason. As good as their With offensive that, line is, yeah, that's what I was going to say. And but two separation, you know, they've they've got great backs, but they don't have great receivers. And 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 what I mean by that is they don't they don't run great routes mm -hmm. because they don't throw the ball a lot. It's not what they're asked to do, right? So they don't do it often, and they don't do it great. So one is probably a result of the other. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Goodness gracious. Let's talk about it. Unbeaten Loretto, nine and zero overall, six and zero at the top of Region Five Two A, comes to Mount Pleasant. Eight and one, five and one, and the only thing standing between these two and a clash of unbeatens is a somewhat inexplicable 43-14 loss at Lewis County for the Tigers. This has been circled on my calendar from day one. Mm-hmm. If you go back two years ago to the game they had to play on Saturday, even though Loretto was not – their record was not very good. Mm -hmm. They were a pretty good football team. Right. I mean, Carter Daniel and a lot of those guys were freshmen. Uh, 
Carter made a lot of mistakes as a freshman in that game that, you know, freshmen make. And, but Loretta was right there in the ball game and Mount Pleasant was pretty good that year. Mm -hmm. Go back to last year. These two played a barn burn. I expect nothing less in this one. And here's the thing. The playoff scenarios literally have question marks mm -hmm. because their opponents we, we won't even know when all of the five the, the five two way games are over. We still won't know until every other game from every other opponent is Probably, done. Yeah, yeah. In these teams, that's what's crazy. Loretto can make it a little bit easier with a dub with a win. Because if Mount Pleasant wins, and if Lewis County wins, then you've got a three-way tie at the top. And the TWSAA likes to say that's a deep tiebreaker. Yeah, you've got to go into the schedules and mm -hmm. see who's got you know, whose teams got the most wins. And it gets it gets lengthy. So. It does. But um, and then you know if Loretto wins, they're the champ. Mm -hmm. Now, if Waverly beats Lewis County, things are still yeah because you've got a three-way tie Time for a second. All right, which is what's so crazy about that is the the cross region is nuts. Well, Huntington's is the one because well, here's the, it's it's almost it's a, if Milan beats Riverside, then the it's Milan's two and two, Riverside is three, and then if Riverside wins. It's flipped. flipped. And the four is? Is Peabody, no matter what. So Huntington so is the one. Peabody is the four. four and winner, loser is two, three. Right. So, But you want to talk about great football? Peabody won a state championship, what, two years ago? It's been recent. Two, two or three years ago? Mm -hmm. Huntington came down here and beat Columbia Academy pretty handily, and that's a good Columbia Academy team. Mm -hmm. Milan won a state championship three or four years ago. Or Riverside played for Riverside one played for one last year. This is a – these two regions matching up in the, in the quarterfinal bracket is criminal. <laughs> criminal. Because you're talking about – and I don't want to disparage these teams out of, out of Memphis, but Memphis Business and Tresvent? You know, Kip, Oak Haven, Hillcrest. There, somebody's going to make the quarterfinals, right? <laughs> out of that group, and and somebody none of, out of this group, none is, of them would come close in if it were the other way around. Right. So it's just tough. That's just how that's it's how it's how the bracket is. I get it, but it's it's tough for these two teams. You're going to have to go through the toughest part of the playoffs right here. As coaches will tell you, the football is oblong and it doesn't always bounce the way you expect it to. There and this go. would be one of those instances. Summertown, one and eight, oh and six, goes to East Hickman, four and five, two and four in a region five, two a finale for both those teams. Would love to see Summertown end the year on a high note after getting that, that dub over Richland a couple weeks ago. Uh, East Hickman is you know they're playing for a 500 season and and you know just just to stay right outside the the playoffs obviously they can't get in but you know would be a good way to end the season going into next year with, with the you know 
in this tough region. Absolutely. When we come back, we're going to tell you who we think is going to win tonight and tomorrow night. So stay with us. Since 1975, Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint Clinic has treated the orthopedic needs of Middle Tennessee residents. The trained physicians provide surgical options and minimally invasive options to treat all orthopedic needs. The walk-in clinic, OrthoQuick, helps you bypass the ER while treating sports injuries and acute needs Monday through Saturday. Visit MTBJ online at mtbj.net or on social media at Mid-Tennessee Bone Joint Clinic. Welcome back to the Main Street Murray High School Football Preview Show for Week 11. Chris, let's make some picks. Let's do it. It is that time. Absolutely. Let's start with this ball game tonight over at Columbia Academy as the host Bulldogs take on Grace Christian out of Franklin. Man, this is going to be a great football game, but I, it, you're going to have a hard time telling me that Connor Rawson and Monte Baldwin aren't going to have big games, so give me the Bulldogs. Yeah, I think the Bulldogs take care of business here. Um, Lincoln County at Columbia Central. Man, you know, the more and more we talk about Columbia Central and Lincoln County's history, the more you go, the more I question this, this pick. But the leadership at the top, the play of Malik Smith right now, Caden McCoy has something to play for specifically. Give me the Lions. I think the Lions take care of this thorn in their side and handle the Falcons. And it's at home. Should those those losses that we've been talking about were both were at the pit. Road. Yeah, Spring Hill at Franklin County. You know what? <laughs> the difference in this one because I do think both teams struggle to to finish in the end zone. Franklin County can kick it, and that's the difference for me. I think the Rebels get the win, even though it's two two and seven teams. I feel like Franklin County has a little bit more confidence right now, and I'm going with the Rebels in this. Uh, tomorrow night, Independence at Summit, the border battle. Gosh, uh, what a tough, tough – I think I think this is going to be a defensive slugfest. I think the final score is going to be something like 17-14, and I'm going to go with Independence here, but, boy, do not do not be surprised if Summit pulls this thing out. They've surprised us once this year already. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I like Independence. Just I feel like they've been tested a little bit more than Summit has. But like you said, I would not be surprised if Summit finds a way to win this ball game, especially at home. Uh, Lawrence County at Cheatham County. I have no idea. Uh, I'm going to go with Lawrence County because I think they have so much talent, you know, in the backfield that they probably – out talent Cheatham County, and I'm never going to pick Cheatham County for reasons you and I. <laughs> I understand. I'm taking the Wildcats. Um, like you said, I think that threesome in the backfield, Tay Everly, Ian Clayton, and Isaiah Bentley figure a way to get it done here tomorrow night. Um, Region 5, 2A, Loretto at Mount Pleasant. It's going to be a doozy. I, I don't know. And I think, I think one of the things that you know, you wrote about this week in the special teams and, both. you know, is Patton Simbeck going to kick to Darian Meza? If he does, you know, prayers to him and to that Loretto return or, or kick, kick coverage team. I, I don't know. I think it's going to be a great football game and, and it'll be worth, 
It'll be worth watching and following along. I'm going to have to go. I got to go with Loretto. 10 and 0. Okay. It would be the first time since 1991 that they have pulled it off if that does happen. I tell you what, um, Darren Mesa, Mount Pleasant at home. I still think they're very driven by that loss over at Lewis County. I think they get it done here. I won't be a bit surprised if Loretta wins. No, well. Yeah, it's a toss up. Yeah. Uh, Summertown at East Hickman. Well, as much as I would love to take the Eagles, I'm going to take the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> give me, but give me East Hickman at home. Uh, just. They're just going to have more. You're taking the home Eagles. I'm taking the home Eagles. I am taking Summertown. I think the freshman running back, Caden McCrory, is going to have his fingerprints all over this ball game. And I think he's going to rise to the occasion. Um, I like the visiting Eagles. Close. Should be good here. Um, tonight, I will be at... Columbia Academy for that Grace Christian game. You can follow me at Mopatton underscore sports. Tomorrow night, I will be at Loretto Mount Pleasant. Chris will be at yes. Summertown East Hickman. You can follow him at Chris Yao 14 on Twitter. And you can follow at MS underscore sports today for everything that's going on. See you next week.